Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Welcome out, everybody. I hate to disappoint you, but it's not Andrea McKay. It's Danny Zimmern sitting in with the famous candy. Ah, to now. And you look great in the morning, Candy. Oh, don't I? All you guys who wanted to know, I'll vouch for. Yeah. Oh, thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's 7-Eleven. It's News Radio 92.3. We're so happy to have you sitting with us. Well, we're going to, we'll have some fun. And it's been here, I've been here two hours already. I haven't seen 5 a.m. in a long time since I was headed home. But, but. uh, Those were our old days. Yeah, those were our old days. (laughs) Going to bed at 9 o'clock was complicated. But anyway, I'm Danny Severn. Uh, Christina Leavenworth's commercial was great. Uh, the Waverly downtown at Spring and Garden, you know, she, Boy, Christina's beautiful. handling that. Mm-hmm. Uh, go do that. And, we, and you know, that's what we do for our day job, the Zimmern team at, at Keller Williams. So we have a commercial division, which I'm kind of a part of, and Tanya runs the residential. So we appreciate that. And Tanya's your wife. She is my like, wife. Off She's, the air, I was like, I remember when she was just your girlfriend. Uh, and your, I've, your I've been lady. married twice and both times to her. So it's, uh, it's a good thing. <laughs> Oh yeah, so that's awesome. Yep, yeah, so we'll we'll tell that story in uh, some other time. We've okay, got, we've got, but we ha- uh, we've been focused on Santa Rosa County this morning. We could talk Mardi Gras, we could talk Pensacola, we could talk Escambia, all that, but we've been focused on Santa Rosa County uh, and the tremendous growth. And we're joined by Tanya Shepard, who's the uh, public information officer for the Santa Rosa County School District. And Candy, I have the pleasure of working with the Santa Rosa and Escambia County School Districts in their real estate. So. It's real pleasure to have Tanya on and talk about great things going on in the Santa Rosa County School System, and it's very interesting. Tanya, are you with us? I am. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am magnificent. Yourself? Well, we're doing great so far, but boy, is Santa Rosa County doing great. And, uh, you know, I asked you what we could talk about, and there's so many good things. I asked Joy Harrell and Dr. Barber and they suggested you come on and, and talk, and we appreciate you doing that. Um, you know, it's so interesting with the growth in Santa Rosa County, it means new schools because schools are built with a capacity. Uh, subdivisions come in with two, three, four, eight hundred new children, and they've got to, we've got to peel some people off of other schools, which brings in redistricting. And it's interesting, but tell us about how all that's going over there. I know it's a topic at almost every board meeting. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, again, thank you for having me this morning. I am Tanya Shepard, Santa Rosa District Schools Public Information and Family and Community Outreach Officer. And um, I know earlier you spoke with Commissioner Parker um, talking about just the growth here in the county. And so you're right. As new developments come in, we're bringing more and more families into the area. Um, We opened in August of 2021 our first K-8 school in the district, um, and that's East Bay down in the Midway area. We are scheduled in August, this coming August, 2023, to open Wallace Lake K-8, which is going to be North Pace um, area. Scheduled again for 2025, uh, August of 2025, opening the uh, high school in the south end, and hopefully uh, by August 2027, opening a high school in the north end of the county. So tremendous growth. We're so excited um, about the growth. However, with growth comes, um, you know, needing to add additional opportunities for the students that are coming in. We're getting students and families in our area 
lots of military families that are coming from much larger districts, um, districts that offer an array of educational opportunities from all over the United States. And so we're really having to keep up and compete um, with um, some of those opportunities. So in talking those opportunities, Santa Rosa is the hottest ticket in town right now. Um, we have so, so many great things going on. It is February. And in the month of February, we celebrate uh, CTE month. And you're probably thinking, what in the world is CTE? Well, that is career and technical education. Um, we have an array of programs here in Santa Rosa County. Um, you've probably heard of Lachlan Technical College. Yep. Lachlan Technical College is, is one of our premier um, institutions and, and offering tons of programs here in the area from welding uh, to electrician, HVAC, automotive, um, just nursing, a, a very, very large nursing program. And so what we've done over the last several years, uh, we've expanded programs from Lachlan Technical College now going into our high schools and even our middle schools. We have several middle schools that are now offering um, CTE certifications um, by way of digital tools, cybersecurity. Um, at the middle school level, how great is that, right? So um, we, we are really drawing students in. You know, every student has to have the core subjects, math, science, social studies, language arts, um, and those are good, right? But Absolutely. Sometimes they want they want the more exciting things. They want to be able to work with their hands. At by eighth grade, students are already really starting to take a hard look at what do I want to do when I leave high school? What do I want to do when I leave college? Do I even want to go to college? And for those students who college may not be you know their pathway, that's okay. We have workforce programs. Um, we're needing people in the workforce right now That's all great. over the United States, but specifically in our area. Uh, and we really focus in on those industry um, positions that are in our area to prepare our students for the workforce or for a career path if that's what they choose um, right. to do. Tanya, so let's really, really great things happening there. Let's we'll, we hang in with us. Let's pause for traffic. Candy, is there anything going on? Um, no, not now. Right now, it looks like uh, the roads are clear. We're not showing any slowdowns or delays. 90 is looking uh, excellent so far this morning. No problems on 98 either. And all exits off I-10, I-110 reporting as clear. 437-1620 if you have a traffic tip. News Radio 92.3 informative, local, defendable. Back to Danny and Tanya. Tanya. It's, it's so great having you on. And the Santa Rosa County School System, it's, it's interesting because a lot of young families uh, look for where they're going to live and move based on the quality of the district, and the Santa Rosa County District is one of the best in the state. Well, I'd I have to disagree with you a little bit there, Danny, to say the best. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Hey, I don't we, mind being corrected, you know. Are, but I got to tell you, I, I work with the Escambia County system proud. too. So, but we, but Santa Rosa and, County is great. Absolutely. And so, you know, talking about those families, so let me just share with you about some of the things that really, really make uh, the schools here in Santa Rosa County great. Um, we have been very fortunate over the last several weeks to have 31 of our 36 school sites awarded the Purple Star School of Distinction designation. That is amazing. So you're probably wondering what in the world is Purple Star, right? Well, I'm a so, Mardi Gras um, guy, so I can't we, wait. <laughs> 
Okay, so we we are a military-affiliated area, and in 2021, Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law um, the Purple Star Campuses legislation, and this just basically recognizes K-12 schools um, that provide identified support for uh, the military child's transition and relocation within Florida. Um, so with this program, um, parents that are in families that are moving in, they know we take care of our military families. We try to work with our um, school liaison officers from Whitingfield and Hobart um, to really make those transitions for our military families and students a lot smoother. Um, many of our school sites have implemented the Anchored for Life program, and that's just another student-led uh, transition program so that our military students that are moving in, because, you know, it's not just the parents. Um, that have a heavy weight on their shoulders when they're having to transition. Military families move around a lot, and people sometimes forget that that can have a huge impact on the students as well. Um, so we really, really want to wrap, wrap our arms around those students when they come um, to let them know we're here for you, and we're going to make this transition as smooth as possible for you. But we're really, really proud. I mean, 31 out of 36 school sites. How awesome is that? It's awesome. It's awesome. And the Santa Rosa County school system, uh, totally professional, total eye on the ball. Uh, Dr. Barber uh, is a wonderful superintendent who sort of gets it. And I, I, we appreciate that. And, and Tanya, I thank you so much for coming on. There's so much good. You could keep talking, I know, for the next hour. But, but uh, we really appreciate the Santa Rosa County school system being as great as it, as it is. And uh, we totally appreciate all you do and and, and uh, your staff and, and the teachers, I mean, it's great. I think it's a coveted job to teach in Santa Rosa County, and that's a great thing too, right? How many employees does the district have? So right now um, we're serving over 30,000 students, and that's with about 2,100 teachers wow. and almost 1,000 support staff and contracted services. Wow. So, as the as the county grows, we of course have to grow as well. Yeah, so we're we need more real estate. If, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. And if I could put a little plug in, as we're talking about growth, we have a super huge event taking place on March 25th. It's our annual job fair and recruitment. Um, it's going to take place Saturday, March 25th, from 8:30 to 12:30 at Bennett Russell Elementary, and that's uh, right off the interstate in Milton. Bennett Russell Elementary, we are hiring teachers, school psychologists, bus drivers, substitutes, food service, custodians, paraprofessionals, you name it, we're hiring for it as we gear up for the 2023-24 school year. Um, people should bring their resumes and just come looking to, you know, be a part of the wonderful team that's here in Santa Rosa. Well, we certainly appreciate that. We certainly appreciate that. How, where can anybody go to get information about that job fair? If they want to get information, they can go to www.santarosaschools.org. Again, that's santarosaschools.org, and they can click on the tab that says Recruitment. Perfect. And all of their uh, information for signing up for that event will be there. Perfect. Tanya Shepard from the Santa Rosa County School District, thank you so much for calling in and updating us on so many great things. And we could have talked another hour about great things over there, but we appreciate talking with you and we hope to see you soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have uh, a great day. All right, Tanya. Candy, you ready to take a break? That's right. Yes. 
We'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll check in with David from News next. Is your house making you sick? Learn about the hazards lurking in your home that can affect your health due to high humidity levels and excess moisture. High humidity levels and excess moisture inside the home are the leading cause of insect infestation, mold, mildew, musty odors, and fungi, which can result in making you sick. Condensations on windows and vents, blistering or peeling paint, and cupping of hardwood floors are all signs of high humidity levels and excess moisture. Learn more today at 9 on Pepper. Talk with Lisa Murphy from Southern Climate Solutions. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. One simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, No Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to HelpNoKidHungry.org today. So you get into business because why? Well, you found something that you're good at, that you like, that you think you can do better, cheaper, faster than the competition, and so you get going. And then as you expand, you start to get employees. And as you get employees, you have to answer questions like, how do I manage human resources? How do I handle payroll? What kind of dental, vision, life, health insurance do I want to offer to my employees? And even if you're already offering that stuff, is there a better way to do it? Is there a cheaper way to do it? Can I give them more options? Or can I just have somebody take all of that nonsense off of my plate so I can focus on on the reason I got into business, which is doing my thing. That's why you call Torgerson Causey. They're a comprehensive employee benefits agency right here locally helping businesses like yours for more than 20 years. They started working with us at Cat Country and News Radio about four or five years ago, and they have been fantastic. They always answer our questions. They always have good information. They gave us options. Just, you know, really to work with. So if you've got a business and you'd like a little bit of help or input or just a no obligation review of what you're doing, 433-9996 for Torgerson Causey. Check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. When you hey, listen to News Radio 92.3 on Sundays, you get Christian Outlook at 7, Ask the Preacher at 8, Town Hall Review, Fox News Sundays, The Weekend, Check It Out, and Gun Talk at 8. A leak, a drip, Candy, there was silence. And now look, I'm aware. I'm work for free. You better hit your cues, okay? Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've never had so many interviews yeah. ever oh, well, that's in my I history did. of radio. Nobody so wants to hear okay. from me. I'm going to try to have interesting people on. So, uh, welcome out, everybody. I'm Danny Zimmern sitting in for the great Andrew McKay, who is on vacation somewhere. He's probably being uh, fanned by palm fronds on a beach somewhere. You know, there's no tell with Andrew. Danny is really big into just, yes. Yep. So waving pond fronds. That's so we spent a couple of hours uh, this morning since 5 a.m. Yes, I was up at five, at four and here at five mm-hmm. uh, for the last couple of hours. But we've been focusing on Santa Rosa County and the growth. And, uh, and a lot of that is because of what's going on around Santa Rosa County, which includes Pensacola and Escambia County. And we're lucky to be joined by Lisa Savage, the publisher of the Pensacola News Journal. 
And Lisa, are you there? I'm going to introduce you if you are. Yes, I'm here, Danny. Okay, so thanks for calling in. You, the Pensacola News Journal, been around forever. You've been here for a, a, quite a while, and a while back you got with Quint uh, and others and formed Civicon, and you had the opening session last night with our mayor, D.C. Reeves, who is going to come on shortly, and we're going to talk with you till he does, uh, Lisa, if that's okay. But uh, tell us your vision of Civicon and where you think it's come from and where you think it's going because it's magnificent. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're about, we just hit our five-year anniversary of Civicon and sat down for some strategic planning to say, what do we want the next five years to be? We, you know, the whole purpose of Civicon was to bring in these world-renowned speakers who could, you know, educate our community on the best practices um, in, in some of the most successful communities across the, the whole world. Um, so, from street smarts, affordable housing, um, public-private partnerships. The entire goal was what are the lessons that we can learn, which fit in our community, which do we want to do? We're not going to want to do them all. Not all of them will fit. But so, so far, I mean, you know, Quint and I talk often and, and our other board members on how just how our mindset has changed so much. You don't know what you don't know until you hear these speakers come in. And listening to D.C. last night was almost like reminiscing test of, you know, for the last five years. He was there in the beginning with us and really helped book those speakers for the first couple of years. So to to watch him, um, you know, bring so many of those lessons that we learned to life has, has just been, you know, so fantastic. Well, it really has been great. And uh, Lisa, you, I know that you tape those and you have them on your website for people to watch whenever, all the way back. Tell everybody how they can do that. Sure. So, yes, there's, a, I think there's 55-ish speakers right now. So if you just go to pnj.com slash Civicon, you'll find all of the, um, not just the videos of every one of the speakers, but the stories that we've done. Um, if you prefer the, you know, words versus video, you can, you know, Kevin Robinson breaks down each of those speakers and what they have to say. But there's a tab on the top of the PNJ website that just says Civicon. You click there and, you know, search for the ones that, that you want to see. Great. It, it is so great. And we are so smart because we've been to those Civicon uh, uh, presentations and the, the, the experts from around the country, Quint tells the story and you have too about uh, it's hard to get people to go all over the country to hear great speakers, so let's bring them here. And we so appreciate what the News Journal has done uh, to do that along with uh, Quint and Rishi, of course, who have been primarily the financial backers, but I know you appreciate people who want to help. How can they quickly? Well, uh, you can become a member of Civicon um, just by, uh, you know, you can reach out to me, to Quint, um, any of our board members, and um, you can, for a donation of $120, you can be a member and you get extra, um, extra benefits, a little swag. But Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden gives a speech in Wisconsin today about the economy following up on last night's State of the Union address. We have more to do. But here at home, inflation is coming down. Here at home, gas prices are down $1.50 from their peak. Food inflation is coming down. Not fast enough, but coming down. Inflation has fallen every month. 
for the last six months. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders chosen to, to deliver the official Republican response. I'm the first woman to lead my state, and he's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. The president's address was an hour and 13 minutes, 11 minutes longer than last year's. The earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria Monday is the world's deadliest in more than 10 years now, with 11,000 deaths confirmed. Turkey's president says no one who's lost their home will be left to live in the streets. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. It is 65, partly cloudy in Pensacola. Governor Ron DeSantis says current Florida law does not provide adequate protection for everyday residents against slander by the news media. A guy like me who's an elected official, I have an ability to press my case, whereas some of these other citizens uh, just simply do not, absent a legal recourse. And the governor called on the Florida legislature to make changes during a roundtable discussion yesterday. One of his guests was 20-year-old Nate Sandman. Four years ago, Sandman found himself in a firestorm after a video went viral, showing him smiling in front of a Native American man. He ended up suing media companies and journalists over the aftermath. The dates are set for a special election to fill two vacant town council seats in Century. Uh, the general election will be held March 28th primary on March 14th. If there's more than three candidates, the seats have now been vacant since the last general election in November when nobody ran for them. The seats are temporarily filled by Sheila Abraham and Alicia Johnson. They were temporarily appointed last month. In order to vote in the election, you do have to be registered by February 14th. The Pensacola Blue Wahoos won't be starting their season for a few more months, but Wahoo Stadium is going to be plenty busy before then. The Wahoos hosting a 36-game preseason schedule featuring college and local high school programs. The slate will start February 25th with Baker High School playing Pensacola High School. The Wahoos Stadium Collegiate Challenge will also include a 29-game schedule between March 14th and the 23rd. A plan to continue the state's migrant relocation program moving forward in Tallahassee. The Senate Fiscal Policy Committee yesterday passing SB6B, the bill would allow Governor Ron DeSantis to continue to use $10 million in state funds to relocate migrants to other states. The unauthorized alien transport program would expire at the end of June. Critics say there's a lack of transparency because the companies that relocate the migrants can be awarded no-bid contracts. And a newly released selfie of Gabby Petito now starting to raise questions for police in Utah. Gabby Petito's parents released the photo that Gabby took of her face in August 2021. It shows her with bruises and blood on her face. It was taken shortly before Gabby and her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, were stopped by police in Moab, Utah. Gabby's parents suing the Moab Police Department. The family's lawyer says officers saw Gabby's face but ignored the seriousness and significance of those injuries. Pensacola man arrested over the weekend, charged with causing a crash that led to the deaths of two passengers. Joe Ford has more. 
FHP says 23-year-old Zontarius Jones is charged with three counts of vehicular homicide for the crash that happened back on December 3rd of 2021. Troopers say Jones was driving 105 miles per hour when he crashed into two buildings along Beverly Parkway. Just seconds before, his car registered 124 miles per hour. The crash took the lives of 22-year-old Demarius Nickerson and 21-year-old Demetrius Anderson. The third passenger was left permanently disabled. According to Channel 3, Jones was cited by FHP twice this past October for speeding, once at 100 and the other 91 miles per hour, just seven days apart. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Thank you very much, Joe. 735 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing? Uh, this is brought to you by Anderson Subaru. And if you uh, see an accident or a slowdown, you can certainly let us know. Oh, you guys can keep talking. I'm just doing my traffic. You're good to go. <laughs> you just enjoying you. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, Highway 98, not showing any slowdowns or delays, not showing any problems. Uh, looks like I-10, I-110 reporting as clear. We'll be joined by D.C. Reeves here in just a little bit at 735 and 437-1620 if you have a traffic tip. Small chance of rain throughout the day today. 20% chance of rain overall with a high near 72. As you go into the overnight hours, rain chance will increase. Showers and thunderstorms move in through the overnight period, low near 63. As you go into Thursday morning, the rain chance will continue with thunderstorms still moving through the region Thursday morning. 70% chance of rain throughout the day Thursday with a high near 72. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Thank you very much, Brooke. 65, it's partly cloudy in Pensacola, 65 in Gulf Breeze, and just a few degrees cooler, 62 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. I'm Jennifer Koshenko with your Money Now. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says the labor market's surprising strength underscores why bringing inflation down will take longer and require higher interest rates than many investors have been anticipating. In a panel discussion in Washington yesterday, Powell noted the January employment report was certainly strong, stronger than anyone I know expected. He says the report shows why the central bank thinks this will be a process that takes a significant period of time. Union locals that represent dock workers at 36-point ports from Maine to the Gulf Coast have opened contract talks with employers well ahead of the current multi-year agreement's expiration next year. Officials say the early start is a signal that both sides are eager to get a new contract amid a period of strained labor management relations. Negotiations on the West Coast have been stalled since last summer, and dock workers have been working without a contract since then. On Wall Street, futures lower after stocks closed higher yesterday. That's your Money Now. Choosing an early education program is one of the most important decisions a parent makes. Navarre Montessori Academy develops competent, multicultural, multilingual children who respect diversity, community, who are caring, capable, enthusiastic, and committed to a lifetime of learning. Navarre Montessori Academy is a dual language immersion school that nurtures learning in an environment that celebrates cultural differences and holds to the Maria Montessori philosophy. Waitlist now open for 18 months through third grade. Check out their online reviews and call the schedule your tour today.
ready to start the process in purchasing that next vehicle, I strongly recommend Frontier Motors. And the reason I recommend them, and Dave Ramsey recommends them, and all of the license plate frames and the bumper stickers that you see around town recommend them is because they just kind of do things right. And one of the ways they do it right is they have a great selection. That might seem like a little thing, but you know when you're getting ready to look at cars, what do you do? You go look at a car here, you go look at a car there, you drive, and then by the time the third or fourth car, you're like, what was that first one like again? Well, okay, you go to Frontier and you have a wide selection of about 300 different one, two, three years old, low miles, great condition used vehicles, and you can try them side by side. They're all open in the morning so you can get in them. You don't have to ask permission to get in the car. And then if you want to drive one, two, five, six, I mean, drive something that's even outside of your normal consideration range just for kind of the experience of it and find out, oh, that's great. Oh, that's not for me. Whatever. The point is, in one place, you can kind of make a day of it, try a bunch of different things and really get informed and find that next good quality vehicle. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind that big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Catch Ballet Pensacola's special military appreciation performances Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Clark Family Cultural Center. See BalletPensacola.org for more information. The 13th Annual Kids and Critters Parade is Saturday in the Casino Beach parking lot. This year's theme is Critters Under the Sea and is open to everyone with prizes for best costume pets and mini floats. Find more at PensacolaBeachMardiGras.com. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio 92.3.com. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host was a competitive opera singer. (laughs) Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Jenna Barr. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Orgerson Causey, check them out online at. Now we're talking. DC talk. Candy, you got to hit your cues now. I, okay, this is my first day. You, you've been here a long time since Hannah was a scotch and water. Yeah. So, uh, all right, I'm Danny Zimmer. Now, this is my first day of standing in for Andrew McKay, who's on vacation, being fanned by palm fronds on a beach somewhere by maidens, probably. His wife. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Maiden number one. And... At, but we've spent the first few hours of my radio uh, t- talk show career uh, here at AM 1620 and 92.3 talking about Santa Rosa County. And we've transitioned to the city of Pensacola. And we're joined by our fantastic uh, new mayor, longtime uh, friend and buddy, D.C. Reeves. D.C., are you with us? Uh, yeah, I'm here, and just uh, want to let Candy know, uh, Danny had a flip phone until about three weeks ago, so you're just going to bear with him. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Anything. Some <laughs> habits are hard DC to... DC always has our back. Some some habits are hard to uh, to break, but DC, today is your 79th day, I believe, as mayor, right? That's right, yes. Uh, 78 in the books, and uh, got another uh, full one today, but it's been, it's been great so far. I, I said last night, you know... Um, you know, you know, everybody asks me how I'm doing and, you know, braces for 
complaining and fire hoses and everything else. And, um, you know, I, I always try to, you know, change the narrative of that as like, that is what this job is. You know, I mean, it's to live in 15 minute increments and, you know, get on planes and sell the city and build relationships and do things that are good for our community. So, um, you know, we're not, we're not going to complain about that. We're going to say, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to get to do this. And so, um, and I, I want to do what I would expect our mayor to do, which is, um, you know, stay on top of everything, be as energetic as possible and try to get things done. Well, you said you were going to give this city everything you have, and I will vouch for that you are. And you, you talk about last night, that was CivicCon and the season opening uh, event. And, uh, of course, about hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, you could have gone on for hours. Lisa uh, Savage from the News Journal asked you questions that uh, the audience or people who were there had sent in. It was just great. There's so many victories. But what's so great, D.C., is your energy. And you could spend a ton of time talking about cracks in roads and it's cracks in sidewalks and fountains that aren't working, but you're also focused on bigger picture items. And you're, I know you're data driven. You, you don't want to just uh, make emotional decisions. Uh, there's so many things going on downtown and in the city. You're talking about annexation. We could talk about so many things, but uh, density and residents in downtown is, is something really important. I know you have a lot of opinions about that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's really one of the tactics of, of housing and, and the housing crisis that we're in. And, and it's that, you know, if, if I could really one thing in the short term, um, I mentioned last night, you know, we really have to start myth busting this idea that certain housing is good for us and certain housing is bad for us. We need all housing at every level. Do we have a dire need for housing for people who can't afford market rate? Absolutely. And I would never, uh, put the city in a position to, do, to be anything but proactive in that approach. Do we need market rate housing? Absolutely we do. I mean, we, we've been down, I mean, I'm talking about, again, data points on this. We've been down market rate units, I mean, in the four digits, even just in the downtown zip codes uh, for three and four years, and we're finally starting to see some of those come online. Um, and so I mentioned I, I started that Harvard Fellowship that I was uh, picked to be in with seven other mayors across the country. And someone was coming in to talk about sustainable housing. And, you know, they, it was kind of funny because we've been saying it, you know, thanks to things like Civicon. This is a co- this conversation has already started. But, you know, they came in and it was like, hey, mayors, you know, we want to let you know there's no data point that we can find, you know, through Harvard University or anywhere else that supports the idea that market rate housing uh, has any negative impact on rising rental rates. You know, so all that means is it's not that one is bad or one is good, but you've got to get out of the notion that you choose one or the other. So if someone's building market rate in downtown, that means they're not building affordable housing, which means it's a detriment to affordable housing. No, we need the we need the tax base. We need the we need the market rate to have the revenue to then turn around and, and make concerted efforts and making sure that the people that uh, are, are less fortunate have the ability to to live comfortably in our city. So. Um, so we really got to be, you know, hitting both pedals here, you know, not just one at a time and not vilify one or the other. And so, you know, that's that's what we're really trying to set the tone for. And how we do that is we we get very uh, proactive about seeking out both of those opportunities. Uh, Mr. Mayor, can we put you on hold for just a second and do some traffic? 
Sure. All right. Uh, taking a look at our roads. Good Is news. There traffic downtown. That's uh, no beautiful and clear downtown as That's always. Because we have a that, great Because mayor. we have the best mayor in the whole yep. wide world. Uh, West Fairfield and Hollywood Avenue showing an accident and a possible roadblock. And we love you, DC. And uh, we'll put you on hold, and we'll come right back. You're going to join us for the whole half hour. Yep. Staying, hang in there, DC. Man, can you? He must like you way better than Andrew. Well, yeah, I'll be here. he got a yes right. to him, but that That's was a it. trick, wasn't I know, it? right? 746 <laughs> News Radio 92.3. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window. New South is the Florida window factory. Our windows are made in Florida for Florida homes by Florida workers because we understand Florida weather. With New South Windows, you don't have to sacrifice energy efficiency for storm protection. Our Energy Star rated windows and doors are made with impact and non-impact options, giving you the best of both worlds. New South Window, home of your ultimate Florida window. Buy more, save more. Volume discounts up to 30%. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support. Datarevs.com. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or have been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this Friday on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. All right, this is Danny Zimmer sitting in for Andrew McKay. And I don't know how the Hawksings let me do this, but you know, they, and let's hope they don't regret it, right, Candy? We're very thankful for you, Danny. Uh, well, we're having a lot of fun, and we're joined and by you, our Mayor. <laughs> seventy-nine day uh, old in office new mayor. Who, DC? You had DC Reeves, and DC, you had the luxury of uh, of a hundred and sixty-eight vote victory uh, in the primary, and you had a little bit of a runway to get educated before you took the job, and uh, it is really paying off because. Uh, you hit the ground running, and you you have some huge wins. Uh, tennis courts, new tennis courts at Roger Scott. You're in the middle of so many different projects, and just in 79 days, you've been to the National Mayor's Conference in Washington, and also at Harvard. How was Boston? Well, it was great. I mean, I I don't make habit of trying to visit the Northeastern and an Arctic vortex or whatever it was, but um, <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was great. We've got. You know, there are mayors from Kansas City, St. Louis, Albany, New York, Arlington, Texas. Um, it, it was a great experience. And, and um, you know, what's really cool about it is, uh, is as we go through this, I mean, it's a semester. You know, I, I go up there for the first week and I go up there for the last week. Um, and this is something you're selected in. You know, it's, it's all expenses paid by Harvard and the Mayor's Institute on City Design. Um, and it was a you know, selection process. But what's really cool, too, is as we talk about different design ideas and how we can make it you know, more equitable in our community, um, that two of our staff members at the city also get to go through that. So Rachel Bennett and Caitlin Serain 
to our uh, our urban design planner and our transportation planner also get to learn. So, you know, mayors are have a lot of things on their plate, right? You know, it's great to go absorb this information, but it's also super helpful to have a couple other people that, as we talk about what where do we go from here, we've got other a couple people that that know uh, that have learned everything as well and make sure that that we can really turn it into something. So. Um, so I'm excited for that opportunity and experience for the two of them as well. Well, you're fantastic at building relationships. And uh, I know you have friends in some big cities like Louisville and uh, and others, and they have great ideas. They've done a lot. And you've met with other mayors, and, and all that's going to help you, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big kind of like Civicon. I mean, I, I'm a big best practices person. And, you know, sometimes kind of see it not maybe non-verbally you know people will say well it isn't like we don't have good ideas around here that's not what we're saying let's just make sure we get the best ideas you know meaning we, we can go around the country and say well you know what uh you know the thing we've been talking about for six months i've just it's been reinforced and reaffirmed that that's the direction to go it's not always about you know we don't have the ability or the tools to make good decisions here it's hey these are important these are important for taxpayers if they're important for our staff how do we do this uh, the best way we can, the most efficient way we can. Um, and all, if all that takes is some more, you know, human capital or a, a few more meetings from me or a few more meetings from our staff, I think that's a worthy investment. And, and just to make sure that we're going in the right direction. So I'm a big believer in that and uh, in, in saying, hey, we've got a problem here. There's someone in the country that has figured this out or at least is on the way to figuring it out. And so why wouldn't we tap into those resources? And so that's why really in this the job that I'm in, I mean, networking is important, going and beating all these other mayors where, you know, now you can call them and say, hey, I've got this issue that you've solved. Tell me how to do it. You know, what did you do? I mean, that's a huge benefit to us that, you know, to have kind of that red phone, so to speak, to a lot of experts around our country. Well, it's just wonderful. And and you, you are very eloquent, but you're also focused and you're uh, data-driven and you know, the first thing is having a safe community, and you're on it. I can tell you, uh, the police department, the fire department, all those folks are uh, top notch and getting better. Uh, I, I, your story last night about SWAT vehicles was just fantastic. But, and then programming is something you've learned from those other cities and other mayors. And of course, I know the crescendo of your mayorship is going to be being the grand marshal in a Mardi Gras parade. I know you're excited about that. Well, I am excited about that, and I know you're not biased towards this uh, at all. But, <laughs> right. Uh, but no, I, I am excited about that, and and um, you know, I've I've gotten to do a couple of parades in in the uh, office uh, so far. You know, Christmas and in the Martin Luther King parade. And the biggest takeaway I've had is if I have Caroline come with me, I have to buy like seven extra bags of. She's just got a quick uh, trigger finger when it comes to. Uh, firing all those beads out and so you know i made the police department run out you know in the first one and um and so anyway I'm, i'll bring uh if you see us we'll bring did you uh, charge those to me artillery uh, for all the folks here did you charge those beads to me uh no i, w- I wish i would have but no i uh i, I <laughs> unfortunately paid for myself well uh mardi gras coming up friday night the 17th of february is the crew of lafitte parade and dc reeves our mayor uh, you'll be in office about, what is it, about 88 or 89 days by then. So it'll all be old hat. But you're going to be the Grand Marshal on Friday night. And then uh, on Saturday, the biggest day of the year in downtown, you'll be on the fire truck uh, going out in front of everybody and celebrating our great community. And downtown is just, 
Amazing. You know, we had we only have about two minutes left, but it, it's we had Chuck Marone at Civicon talk about uh, infrastructures all there in downtown. Right. And and so it's easy to get development and and have density. Maybe people should think about density minimums, not maximums. But those are the things you and your staff are studying. And we so appreciate you, D.C., your energy and your uh, your thought that goes into making Pensacola a better place. We 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 are really, really excited. You're the right guy at the right time in the right place. Well, well thank you. And I, I am, too. You know, we've got, again, a great staff and that's uh, very energetic. And, um, you know, I'm really excited for our future. And, and as I told everybody last night, you know, um, you know, we're going to we're going to kind of keep this rolling. You know, you might see it as, hey, we're starting out and we're we got a lot of energy now. This is this is what the expectation is for myself uh, as we move forward for four years. So. Uh, I'm excited to be in this position and keep things moving, and uh, and uh, I appreciate you uh, having me on today, and uh, happy to do it anytime, especially when Andrew's back. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks. But at least I didn't throw you some questions I could have, right? But we we appreciate it, DC. Thanks for all you're doing for Pensacola. Keep going. Anything we can do, and I know people know how to reach out to you. I think your emails go off pretty fast. I, one of the things I loved you saying last night is is part of the job is you have to have a short memory. So. Let's hope you uh, don't forget this wonderful interview. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great one. Thank you, oh, DC. You too. Thank you so much, Mayor. It's 7.55. Taking a look at our traffic. Oh, we're not done yet, Danny. We still got five minutes, just so you know. Okay. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> so I know. Look at, it's like the band played them off, but now you're still here. You're if really you hit all your cues. <laughs> wow. I'm going to kick you until you're dead. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, we so who appreciate would host you tomorrow? coming in. Will you wait till tomorrow? <laughs> we so appreciate Danny Zimmer coming in today. Uh, Fairfield and Hollywood showing an accident. Looks like a roadblock a little earlier, but now it looks like it has, it's been moved out of the way. Certainly watch your emergency vehicles. And uh, if you uh, certainly if you have a traffic tip, you can let us know. It's brought to you by Barberry Plumbing. Time to call a plumber. Call the best to the Bay winner. It's Barberry Plumbing, 477-8782. If you have a traffic tip, text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Back to you, Mr. Zimmer. Well, thank Mr. you, Mardi Candy. Gras. And, and <laughs> I, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we heard so much about Santa Rosa County earlier. I mean, I loaded us up with guests, right? Because I didn't want to have to... Oh, my goodness. I yes. I didn't want to have to ad lib. But uh, we heard about the explosive growth in Santa Rosa County and the wonderful school system over there and the a little bit about the wonderful school system in Escambia County, and then from our mayor, D.C. Reeves, and boy, uh, is he the right guy at the right time. I'm joined Absolutely. by uh, Tyler Barrett from Regenerative Labs. And, hey, Tyler. And, and Tyler is a is a friend and a guy who's growing his business here in Northwest Florida, and wasn't it refreshing to hear D.C. last night? It really was. Um, D.C. did a great job at, at uh, Pennsylvania. Civicon. Civicon. I know. I was. I keep so calling it Pensacon too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so so many Pensacon and so on. Pensacola does a really good job of uh, uh, of discussing their issues, uh, and uh, DC did a really, in my opinion, did a really good job about talking about density downtown and how it's how um, market rate housing versus uh, affordable housing are not attainable. Really, attainable housing are not uh, not really at odds. I, mean, I liked how you. He said for every 100 market rate houses that uh, get introduced to the market, there's 41 attainable houses that free up. Uh, yeah, if people people uh, are able to grow, and so they have to have units to grow into. And I think he asked the question, 
uh, last night as a part of this. How many of you have lived in an apartment? And I think we all have basically at one time or another as we came through, we rented something until we could find a way to uh, per, the American dream, right, is owning a home. So uh, that's it, right. And, and you that's know, it right. comes with a lot of things to get there. So uh, it's, it, we are so blessed having uh, a guy with energy, energy and experience like D.C. And not a lot of people have degrees in Quint Studer and Jim Reeves. And D.C. is the only guy that I know that does. Uh, we're lucky enough to have uh quint in our community and he's going to come on with us later candy that's amazing that's so great man you have all the heavy hitters well and after uh nerve-wracking we're gonna take a break in just a minute and uh, you tell me it's 808 at 808 is when we're gonna have michelle salzman michelle salzman's gonna join us great she's wonderful calling from tallahassee so and i know she has some that's uh, right they're under special session i think right well i don't think it's so special it's every session special when you're from northwest florida you know I, I talk about it all the time. Orlando has 16 state reps. Between the state line and Navarre, we have two. And uh, and, and so you, they've got to work together. And uh, Alex Andrade and Michelle do work together great. And they bring it home for Northwest Florida. Amen. We suffer from great representation. <laughs> It's 759. We are News Radio 923. Danny Zimmerd sitting in for Andrew McKay this morning, joined by Tyler Barrett. And uh, we'll have more. We're going to be joined by Michelle Salzman coming up next after Fox Think News. Think she'll have anything to say? No. Yeah. We were in Rotary together. She does a lot, man. She's got time to lean. She's got time to clean. We're very fortunate to have her. News Radio 923. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Gulf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.